Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Grant and Danny on the fan. Welcome back. And thanks for making the show part of your football Friday question mark. The defenders are home. Audi field on Sunday. Football Friday then. One o'clock game. I'll be there. Hopefully I see you guys out there. I'm excited to see what the Audi field venue Looks like from an energy standpoint, opening night was marvelous, but that's the opener. So now you run it back a couple of weeks later. They're 2-0, and looking to get to 3-0 and against another undefeated team. We'll talk to Derek King, who's a quarterback with the defenders, played at Miami and at Houston in college, on our Beltway Blitz today at 4 o'clock. Uh, they use two QBs. They use Jordan Ta'amu, their starter, and then bring King in as kind of a, a running threat. So we'll talk to him coming up at 4 when we give away those uh, four Caps tickets that we've got for you you got to be listening here on Grant and Danny in a half hour. Let's get to the BetQL guest hotline right now. Bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app. Visit BetQL.com. Our pal Eric Flax, an award-winning journalist for Channel 9 in town, WUSA-TV. And he has been uh, working the last 24 hours or so. This story that Roger Goodell and Muriel Bowser have had at least a conversation about the RFK site. So... Eric, my initial thought was, well, of course they have. Like, why wouldn't they? But it seems like there might be more to it than that. Give us some details. Well, I mean, I think it was a meeting that I'm understanding, if I'm understanding it correctly, the mayor sought out. Uh, you know, the NFL commissioner doesn't doesn't make calls. He takes calls. But I think in this case, he did take the call and have the conversation because I think he wanted it made clear that the league does have an interest in keeping the RFK site alive. And to the extent that the NFL, with its incredible lobbying power here in D.C., can help grease the skids with this tricky land issue so that if a D.C. council deal ever did get in place, that you wouldn't then have to start running around the hamster wheel figuring out how to get the land if D.C. council is on board. I think this is thinking by the NFL saying, hey, that's a great site. We want it to be in play. What can we do? How can we use our power, our influence, to make sure we have our ducks in a row if, if D.C. Council ever gets their act together and, and moves forward with a stadium plan. Yeah, at a minimum, competition is good. At a maximum, that's the best venue or, or, or best site, Eric. But you mentioned that the council and the mayor, and I'm not as plugged in as I used to be on D.C. politics as I'm no longer a D.C. resident, but uh, they don't seem to be getting along terribly well, not on the same page, it seems. 
what are the obstacles? In other words, it's not as easy as saying, hey, we'd like to be at RFK, and, and someone says, okay. There's a lot of complicating factors here. I'd love for you to break that down for us and our audience. Well, I will, Danny, because I learned a little bit more in this round of reporting about that as well. I think in the past we felt that Charles Allen, council member and longstanding stadium hardline opponent, had a coalition of seven votes that literally could just defeat any stadium plan. You have the majority of the 13 right there. They sent around a letter. He sent around a letter last year stating as such. Um, some of that core opponent opposition is now gone. One lost, one didn't run for re-election. Another person on that list, when I reached out to her in this latest round of reporting, Janice uh, Lewis-George, uh, declined to take a position on whether or not she would uh, uh, be open to a commander's stadium discussion. And I think all of this comes with the qualifier if, in fact, Dan Snyder is no longer owner of the team. I think that that has to it has the conversation has to start there. Um, you you so so you don't have a coalition of no votes that can kill any plan on arrival. That's that's one. You do have a Phil Mendelssohn problem who is chair and who told me in a statement, well I, I Dan Snyder or no Dan Snyder, I want to see the Wilkinson report before I'd even talk about uh, a stadium. Now, we all know that's never going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen with Mary Jo White. We know there's never going to be a Wilkinson report. So he's asking for something that, 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 that's an impossible, impossible to, to make happen. But I also learned that there are ways around even the chair of D.C. Council. There are ways for a, a majority of, of council members to bring a bill to, to the floor, so to speak, to the full council as an emergency measure. So while Phil Mendelson, if he continues to oppose this and be at odds with the mayor, um, can certainly be an obstacle, it's not uh, a hard and fast no anymore. If in fact, if in fact, those who, who have favored a stadium, the, the Kenny McDuffie's, the Vince Gray's, uh, the Trayon White's, uh, the Brooke Pinto's of the world, if they are able to amass enough of a coalition to say, hey, we want to talk about this, then Phil Mendelssohn can't unilaterally stop it. He can make it difficult, but he can't unilaterally stop it. So this might be somewhat redundant to what you just said. Uh, Eric Flack is with us from Channel 9 on Grant and Danny. But I want to peel one more layer of this onion back. Charles Allen, longtime stadium opponent, you said. For Allen and other folks like him that are stadium opponents, we knew at one point in time they'll never be back in D.C. until they change the name. The name has changed. They'll never be back in D.C. until Dan's gone. Let's say Dan's gone. Like, why else do they oppose this thing? Why they don't say, they want it? Because it's a, they say it's a bad use of the land. The RFK site at 195 acres is, if you think about it, truly the last undeveloped plot of land in the entire Washington, D.C. jurisdiction. That's it. There's some land I reported on uh, called Poplar Point that's right across the Anacostia River from Nats Park, but that is kind of owned. It has all sorts of environmental issues. This is really the only land that you can build on left in D.C. And the Charles Allens of the world say we need housing. Affordable housing is a crisis in Washington, D.C., and we can't use the majority of 195 acres for, for a sports stadium 
when there is such a desperate need for housing in this city. If they the build mayor, housing, it's not going to be affordable anyway. Well, of course, and and it, they they would argue, they would push back that it's about the it's about the the the, the uh, just having the adding to the inventory. Excuse me, it's about the inventory. So more housing, because like this more neighborhood housing. that I'm sitting in here in Ward Six, by the way. Yeah, th- this was supposed to be affordable housing at one point, and I walk by and I'm like, how in the hell does anyone live here? I, exactly, I can't live here. I don't, I don't, I don't know how people do this. Exactly, but to their point, now you're kind of making their point a little bit because they're the. That is in large part because Nats Park has been such a huge success. And, and so everybody wants to live down there because it's so hot. So you, could see, you can look at it two ways. You could say, well, the housing is never going to be affordable anyway. True, but at least there would be more of it. But you could look at it, if you flip the coin, D.C. has got an economic problem right now. They yeah, desperately need you. revenue. Yep. And, and, and nothing is going to bring the city more revenue than a Nationals Park 2.0, meaning another stadium that you then add housing around it and retail around it. And that, many people would argue, is the, is the uh, infusion of cash this city desperately is going to need when you're going to want to pay for the Charles Allen programs of the, the free bus rides and, and, and all those sorts of things. So, you know, those behind the stadium say we can do both. We can build a stadium and also add housing and mixed-use retail, and we can do it all. But there is a group that just will not budge on this. And the question is, are they the majority of the council? And I think our reporting showed that that is not so certain anymore, that the majority of council – is a no on the stadium in all costs. Channel 9's Eric Flack with us for another minute or two. You led me to to the point that I was going to make. Everybody has said the same thing in this city for decades, and then what they actually do has always been kind of a different story, Eric. You mentioned affordable housing. I would argue housing's never been less affordable, but whatever. We've covered that. It's the revenue shortage because people aren't coming back to work in the same degree, and they are feeling it. They can only put in so many uh, speed cameras uh, here in town to kind of try to make up uh, the revenue. It's a very serious thing, and an objection, an injection of revenue here, I think maybe change a lot of minds. I don't know if you're changing everybody's mind, but maybe enough to get a vote passed. Where does that factor in? I think it factors in huge, and I think, you know, there was a time where we talked about this on your program last year, and, and it just seemed like such an impossibility, this RFK idea. But I think so much has changed, not just with ownership, but with the economics of the city, that D.C. cannot afford to not consider all new available revenue sources. It's bad business. Whether they ultimately do it or not is a different question than whether we study it, we have a true open discussion about it with our city leaders and decide whether or not this is in the best interest of the city. You have a dire financial forecast that just came out. You have bills that are not going away. You have programs that your CFO says are going to sunset and go bankrupt if you don't figure out how to pay for them. Why not look at one of the biggest money generators from a, a, a retail and neighborhood stand, uh, standpoint that, that, than there is? Eric, we're late, so we only have about 30 seconds here, and this probably takes longer, so maybe we'll get you back on to do this another time. 
But you mentioned the idea of Nats Park 2.0 as a vision. There is a real argument that NFL stadiums can't do what baseball stadiums do. And I kind of subscribe to it, although I would say if this is an indoor facility, which it almost certainly would be, that I don't know why it couldn't, why you couldn't have concerts and venues all the time. The argument is you get 81 home dates for the Nats, you'd have a total of 10 or whatever for the Commanders. But that's not really how football stadiums work when they're indoors. Can you just give me a thought on that? Real quick, I will tell you that FedEx Field is used, you know, 70, 80 times a year, somewhere in that neighborhood. We just don't know about it. The type of stadium development that people, uh, that cities do now are communities. They're not just about what's going on inside the stadium. And the Dome is a game changer as far as making the venue a venue that you can use more than 10 Sundays a year. Eric, thank you as always, buddy. Have a great weekend. I appreciate it, guys. Nice to see you. That's why we love having him on. He's succinct and he's uh, informative and he gets you up to speed on what's going on. So we appreciate Eric making time for us today as he works that story. Next, let's win off the field. You call us and tell us how you're in the win column. Teeny tiny mini moral victories you care about that nobody else would. 800-636-1067. That's our number for winning off the field. Next, we're giving away four Caps tickets in 20 minutes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.